It's a time of great victory. Your past does not have to dictate your future. We are on the solid rock, Christ Jesus. God's got something better for you. It is good to be here. I guess y'all notice that it's raining outside. Amen. I think it's a visual aid the Lord has given us. It's a sign. Amen. Linda and I was talking about while ago when we were driving up, it's about to rain, and I said, everywhere we go, it rains. And I think that they need to pay us all over the world to come where there's drought because where Linda and I go, it rains every time. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. I once went to my, uh, one of our, our oldest son, I went, we went to visit him uh, in Arizona, and it had rained for months and months and months. And I told him, I said, it'll rain before we leave. And he said, um, it won't rain here. It never rains here. No, it won't rain. We hadn't rained. It rained in so many months. And the morning he was taking us to the airport, it was pouring down, <laughs> pouring down rain. I said, glory. Rain's in Africa when we go. Glory, glory, glory. It's good to be here again. And I thank uh, Pastor Paul and Sandy for opening their house up. Glory to God and inviting me in. I'm honored. Amen. I'm honored to be able to serve the body of Christ. Glory to God. It's not about a title. It's not about being famous. It's all about lifting up the king of glory. Glory to God. Amen. And loving people. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. This morning, uh, first of all, let me say tonight, um, I um, feel that the Lord's going to just do a lot, probably a lot of ministry. So bring people. Amen. I just, we'll see what he wants to do. He hasn't given me whether we're going to go into words and stuff this morning. I'm not for sure. I have a message for the church right now that I know that I know that I know that God has spoken this. And it's a message that for a now timing for the overall church, not not just this church, but a word. If you're here, look at your neighbor and say, I sure am glad you weren't a no-show. Amen. See, it's no accident that you were here. God set you up. I believe in divine setups. I believe that nothing just happens if you're walking with the Lord. And I believe that even though somebody drug you here maybe this morning and put a guilt trip on you, nevertheless, glory to God, not really, that God has drawn you here to hear a word, glory to God, for where we are and where we're going, amen, and so we don't miss the trip. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. And so, um, hallelujah. If you'll have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying this morning, I believe that uh, God's going to uh, take you to another level. So we're, God has put in, in, our, in an appointment book in heaven, he made an appointment with you this morning. Amen. For you to be here and for you to hear this word. Amen. Linda said a while ago, you may have to use that little stand to be your um, pulpit. <laughs> Amen. I've got... Um, um, uh, Tommy, he preaches, he's preaching at church this morning, and, and um, he's real, real tall. As a matter of fact, he reminds me of Woody on the, on the, on the uh, Toy Story, you know. And so he gets up there, like my little short pulpit, and he's way, way up there. You know, it looks so funny to watch him looking down. Glory to God. I guess I need to get one for their size. Amen. This morning, let's go. I'm going to go into the Word real quick, and we're going to, as I speak this Word, I know I want to say this just to prepare your minds, your hearts, for just a minute, that I know that these scriptures that we're fixing to read, fi- fixing to read, about to read, I'm country, amen, uh, I, I know these are always preached about fear, and I understand that, you know, and there is a lot of things going on right now in the nation, I believe that everybody's blaming everybody else, um, what's going on, and the church needs to step up the plate and quit blaming everyone, we'll take our place, glory to God, in prayer, in decreeing, 
into making a difference, glory to God, and representing our King of glory. Amen. He has given us authority over what's happening. And instead of doing so much uh, pointing the finger, saying they needed to do this, this, and this, we have no right to do that until we have taken it to prayer and we have taken it, getting a word of the Lord, amen, and obedience, our part, amen. The church has not quite stepped up to the place of authority in our nation, amen. And I'm not talking about getting out there and rioting and screaming and acting like the lost people. I'm talking about glory, 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 taking the authority in the heavenly realm, amen, and dealing with the problems in Jesus' name. Glory, this mountain will be removed by the Spirit of God, the Lord says, amen. Glory, glory. April 13th, real quick, it's before me and I'll forget it. April 13th, 13th through 15th, 20th through 22nd, and 27th through 29th. Three weekends in a row we'll have um, the ladies' encounter coming up. Do I have a title yet? No, I don't. I get mental block when it comes to a title. Hallelujah. Amen. But I know about which way we're going, I think. Amen. Unless the Lord changes it. Let's go real quick to Luke chapter 8. Holy Spirit, my very best friend, I thank you that you are here. You just overwhelm me all the time. I never want to lose my wonder in you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you that you've come to do the Father's will. Help me. Glory to God. Catch your vein. If Help me. Hear and move and my being be in you and all that you want to do this morning in Jesus' name. Fill my mouth with heart, with words straight out of heaven in the name of Jesus. Now, the Lord's been giving me, uh, he's been taking me to these scriptures to come here and to, to speak to you. But this morning during praise and worship, which I just love it because everything I get is in worship. Amen. And the Lord gives it to me in worship, and then I go study things out as he gives it to me. Amen. But this morning, the Lord gave me another piece of the puzzle, if you will, or part of the message. And I'm just so excited, I can't hardly stand it. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. So let's go real quick to Luke chapter 8. Did I say that? Glory to God. Luke chapter 8. We're going to begin to read just a minute. But as I said, I'm going to kind of preach along as we read the scriptures. Now, say now. Now, I love N-O-W. I'm one of these people that believe in now. I'm not real big on God's always going to do something, going to do something. I believe that faith can reach into the future and bring it into the natural. I believe that faith is now, glory to God. And Daddy just should not have written N-O-W if he didn't mean N-O-W. Amen? And so when I see now, my spirit kind of flips, glory to God, because I know, glory to God, that God is speaking something to me right now in the name of Jesus. And I know that this is a now timing word in Jesus' name. I think Thank God that the word was, is, and is to come. And it can be speaking of something that happened way back then, but it can be re- repeating or happening again in our timing. Amen. And again and again. Amen. Now it happens. Say it's happening. Say it again. It's happening. One more time. Now it's happening. Today it's happening. Amen. And we don't have to look at tomorrow. We want to get into the now timing of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Now it happened on a certain day that he, speaking of Jesus, got into the boat with his disciples and uh, he said to them, let's cross over. Now let me back up just a minute. Amen. Because Matthew said that Jesus got in the boat and his disciples followed him. This is very, very important. You see, when we read the word of God and we read it and God is speaking a now word. In other words, it's a word written but God is breathing on it to be right now. When we read it, glory to God, and we see that he is breathing prophetically on scriptures, we need to hold on to every word, pay attention. We are The church is terrible about getting a part of a word, but that we don't get all of it. So we usually jump the gun and try to make it happen and produce a, a Ishmael's, or we, 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 we always put it in the going to, going to, going to, and never step into it. So it's important for us to look at every word and see when God gives you a word 
church. Amen. Remember to get all of it. Amen. Don't add to it and don't take away from it. Don't leave out. We're misinterpreting many th things that the Lord is saying. It's so important that we get God's interpretation of prophetic words. Amen. It's important because we will, the enemy will take a, when God speaks a prophetic word, the enemy will jump on that word and cause you to think that it's something totally different than what God is saying. Anybody been there? Done that? Amen. We don't want a shipwreck. Amen. We don't want, we don't, there's not time for us to take long detours we want to get the word of the lord get the interpretation of the word of god of what he's saying so we can stay in obedience according to what he has said in jesus name and so now jesus gets in the boat matthew tells us that jesus got in the boat first and his disciples followed him say i'm going to follow him I'm going to follow him. He's in the boat with the disciples. We need to remember that. He is in the boat. Praise God, he's in the boat. While ago, Pastor Paul set me up. I just love that. I am telling you, I was sitting there whispering to Linda. I said, I've been set up again. I love that. Amen. I'm listening when, when at praise and worship, and I'm listening to the ministers that get up and before I get up there because every time it's just like Daddy God's going... Amen. He's just kissing me with confirmation. He's just kissing me, glory to God, setting me up. He makes my job easy in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so Jesus is in the boat, and we need to praise God that we are not in the boat alone. Say, I'm not by myself. I'm not by myself. The Lord says he'll never, never leave you nor forsake you. What does that mean? It means he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. He will never, 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 whether you feel like it or you don't, the church has got to come up, glory to God, in another level and quit being moved by our emotions and moved by I don't feel it or I do feel it or whatever. The Word of God was in the boat with them. The Word of God is in the boat with you. The Word of God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Jesus, the Word of God, is present with you. Hallelujah. And you've got to settle that in your hearts. Glory to God, because the devil's doing Doing a real, real good job right now convincing people that God's forgot all about them. I'm here to tell you that I know that the Lord, glory to God, has given me this word to, 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 to give us to give us a, a, a warning of things that are happening and we need to stay on course. Say that with me. Stay on course. Stay on course. Stay on course. Amen. I mean, I've been walking with the Lord for, uh, for with the Holy Ghost for for uh, over thirty years now. About thirty three, I believe. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I believe it's been thirty three years. Amen. And I've walked close with Him all those years. And I have seen throughout the years people go goofy, up and down and in and out and back and forth. Amen. And God says, "Stay the course. Just stay the course. Stay the course. Stay the course. Amen. Just stay the course. Don't go up. Don't be. Don't let glory to God. Don't let it knock you." Uh, I, knock you out or don't let it confuse you don't let how the enemy comes or the circumstances of life stay the course just stay the course stay the course keep your eyes hallelujah on the course in the name of jesus keep your eyes on the king of glory and the mission that he's called you to in jesus name praise god i'm not by myself he'll never leave me when the devil whispers in my ear and says where's your god well i thought you're god well you don't even feel your god today or whatever i'm telling you he said he would never leave me nor forsake me and that is settled i don't have to pray about it i don't have to wonder about it he said he's here he's here in jesus name amen 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 same behind a pulpit is hard for me hallelujah glory 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 you're not alone slap your neighbor on the side and tell him again you're not alone 
The word is with you and the word is in you. You're not alone. You're not alone through smooth times and you're not alone through rough times. On mountaintops, God is with you. And in the valley, God is with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. There is nowhere you're at in your life that God is not there with you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. And then Jesus says, let us let us cross over to the other side of the lake. Now, I want you to look at this. I said, remember, look at every word right now in these scriptures. It's a prophetic word the Lord is speaking, amen, to the church. There's those prophetic words of, of, a, of, of, a, of, of someone standing up and saying, thus says the Lord, da-da-da-da, and gives the word, and God also speaks prophetically through his scriptures, amen? You could put And thus says God on this scripture right now in the name of Jesus. He said, let us. He did not say, I'm sending you over and I'm I'm sending you over without me. He did not say, hey, boys, I'm going to the other side. Hallelujah. And but you stay here. He did not say, gosh, I hope we make it to the other side. Jesus spoke only what the father said. And the father was saying, get in the boat. We're going to the other side. Amen. Jesus was confident. He wasn't all wrecked. He wasn't all afraid. He was very, very confident. Rain or shine, this boat is going to make it to the other side. Amen. It's going to make it. Now, I know we speak, we preach on scriptures of getting out and walking on the water of the supernatural. I'm all about that. I love heavenly things. That's what my life really is all about is living out of that place. Amen. But this is a word for the church. Amen. Right now, in this timing, God is saying, and get in the boat, hallelujah, we are going to the other side. We are going. We've been here, glory to God. We're in this place, but we're going to another place. Do you understand that, 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 that stirring within inside you, that there can be a holy discontentment within inside you, a holy discontentment? We've got to understand, because the church is having a hard time discerning what is a holy discontentment and what is the devil confusion. Where are you going with this? Well, hang on, it's going to get good, amen? Hang on, hang on. We're having a hard time. We're matter, at matter of fact, when we get this holy dis, you can't be, have a holy discontentment. Oh, yes, you can. You see, God, as we're, trans, um, as we're transferring over, as we're entering into a new, another, a new season, a new place with the Lord, as we do that, something happens within you. I call it like this. It's kind of like the grace starts lifting for one season because grace is about to rest on you for another season. In between that, in between stage, if you will, you can know, you know what? Something's calling me. Not out of the church. Something's calling me. There's a stirring within me. I can't really explain what it looks like or what it sounds like. I just know more is ahead. There's something that now, glory to God, I saw a picture last night as I was going over this. And I saw a picture of a, of a, of a caterpillar. And it was in the cocoon. Amen. That caterpillar is in the cocoon. But as it starts to grow and it's about ready to fly, how many of you know that it gets real crowded inside that cocoon? Amen. It becomes discomfort, discomfortable. It becomes uncomfortable. It begins all of a sudden you what where you had room now no longer. It feels like that. Something's changing. Amen. And what's happening is, is we're misinterpreting and thinking that God is through with where you're at and you need to be somewhere else. Now that may be, but not for the whole church. Amen. You hear me? 
And so just because you're feeling like cramped or things aren't as comfortable or just there's more, and I don't think I'm, I, I, I don't think I was created to stay in this place. Let me tell you what. The walls are breaking out. Understand something. The hallelujah, just like that cocoon, all of a sudden it started breaking out. And glory to God, what was meant to fly has now got its wings. Oh, man, I'm telling you. You are meant to fly. And what's been happening is you've been cocooned, glory to God. And you've been growing wings and didn't even realize it. And God wants to take you into higher levels and higher places. Hallelujah. But you had to have your wings. So it was important for you to be cocooned in one season. So glory to God, you could step forth and fly or step out and fly hallelujah in the next season god is taking the church out of earthly level thinking and he's taking us into heavenly places with him the church is saying come down jesus come down father and god is saying i said come up here the door's wide open you're in the season of a heavenly door and god is opening that door and he's welcoming his church to get their brain up there where their spirit is sitting hallelujah and begin to live out of that place and not just in an earthly level that's being moved by everything we see, everything we hear, the opinions of man. My God, if I moved by the opinions of man, I'd be dead. Amen. I was talking to one of my spiritual children the other day, and I said, baby, because they get, they get it, it. If you love me and people talk about me and you find out about it and you hear it, if they don't like that. They want to defend me. And I don't do good de- defending myself because the reason I don't defend myself is because God said, I will defend you. If you defend yourself, listen, if you defend yourself, you have robbed me. You have bound me from being able to defend you. I do a lot better job. It'll all come back around. Stay focused. Stay focused. I mean, but people that love me, my spiritual children that love me so much, and they hear someone that, 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 that might be giving their opinion about me, I'll say it like that in a, in a nice way, they want to defend me. But I said, hey, they've always talked about me. They always will talk about me. It goes with the call. I'm used to that. It goes off my back, I water off a duck's back. It doesn't, I, all I'm doing is focusing on the Lord and my mission, my mission, glory to God that God has called me to. Amen? And so glory, glory, what's happening now is so many are uncomfortable in this cocoon place. Yes, the cocoon is cracked open. Yes, we're there. Hallelujah. Amen? But from the time you get a word saying you're going to hear things are changing. If you've listened to any preaching, you've heard that. Amen? In the last year, you've heard that. Things are changing. It's not going to look like the same. Amen? And so then we kick in and start giving our opinion of what it's going to look like. No one knows. No one knows. Amen? Hallelujah. We're striving and, 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 and trying to figure it all out. Jesus just said, get in the boat. Get in the boat. We are going to the other side. God said it because I only speak the words that the Father says, Jesus said. I only speak what I see the, hear the Father see, speaking, and I only uh, do what I see him doing. And therefore, Jesus was, nobody has a problem in this place believing that Jesus was led by the Spirit. Jesus led by the Spirit, got in the boat, called the disciples, get in the boat with me. We are going to the other side. He did not say, hey, you guys, here's some paddles. Dog paddle your way over there. Here's some floats. Here's some live jackets. Try to get yourself on the other side. Let me tell you what the Lord is saying right now. He is saying, what's there and waiting? You will not make it unless you're in the boat. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. In other words, God created the avenue to get to the other side, hallelujah, by the boat. By the boat. Jesus is not the boat. Jesus is in the boat because Jesus was in the boat with them. Amen. I'm going somewhere with this. Hang on. Amen. Jesus, hallelujah, did not say, y'all try to get yourself there, work yourself, do whatever you can. Try to do. Jesus did not say that. He said simply, get in the boat. We're going to the other side. Where are we going, church? Hang on. I'm going to tell you in just a minute. Amen. In the boat, the disciples get this word like we do, the church gets. God gives us a word. Glory to God. He, 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 point, he, he, he decrees part of our future, what's there waiting for us. Amen. Because it was already designed before you even were. Amen. Amen. And he, and he, and he, and he, he gives us a word and then what happens, glory to God, we've got a journey from that word. We have a journey until we get that destination. And so what we do, hallelujah, is we receive that word. Yeah, hallelujah. I'm going to be this or I'm going to do that and glory. We get the word of the Lord and we take it with great excitement. Because after all, Jesus gave the word of God not on a rainy day. There was no cloud anywhere in sight. Amen. No doubt the sun must have been shining when he said, hey, you guys, we're going to another destination. We are here, but we're going there. Get in the boat with me. In the name of Jesus. He didn't, he didn't ahead of time announce there's going to be a storm. A great storm. So come go with me to the other side. Now you guys, the waves are going to toss. The waves are going to rage. The wind's going to blow. You're going to be, you're going to be tossed here and tossed there. And, and, and it's going to be a glorious trip. You're going to be in great danger in the storm. But come on, get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. They wouldn't have got in that boat if he'd have described the storm. There's some things he just doesn't announce ahead of time. Life is life. It's a fact. God never said we would never go through a storm. And there's times that we speak to the storm and the storm is removed. And there's other times that we're required to walk through the storm. Are you hearing me? Amen. When you bound what you know to bind, and when you loosed what you know to loose, and when you prophesied for it to be thou removed, and God said that it would be removed, there are certain things that are required that we're going to be walking through, but God promises to get us to the, on the other side with great victory. Amen. Last year it was a hard year for the church. Every you talk about the sword, there was war. Amen. And we're still somewhat in that, but we do have a word that we are going to the other side. Amen. Now, so Jesus tells them to get in there, but he doesn't announce. He doesn't describe the storm at all. They get all in there and happy. Yes, we're going to get into this. Okay. Now let me take it home. Let me take it just for a minute. Let me take it into a personal way for the church. Amen. We get a word from God. We jump into a ministry. We jump into a church. Hallelujah. Where God calls us to be. We get in that boat. Glory to God. We're all ready for the ride. Hallelujah. Woo! I feel the presence of God. The presence of God is in this place. Amen. Whoa, this boat. Can y'all feel the word of God is in this boat with us? Amen. Everything is riding real smooth. The sun's shining. The, 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 there's no winds blowing. Everything's just so smooth and wonderful and glorious. Amen. We hooked up. The Lord told me to do this. I hear that so much. The Lord sent me to you. 
Y'all ever heard that? The Lord has called me here. Amen. But then God changed his mind before nighttime, before supper time. He's going to change his mind. Amen. This is not a condemning word. It's a word that we need to hear. We need to know where we're called to be, and we need to be plugged in, and we need to be supplying glory to God. We need to bring what the, the table, the family table, what God has called us to bring. Amen. We don't, want, we don't want to rob other people, and we don't want to be robbed of what God has. Amen. There are certain things that will be released in the, gen, in the corporate church. Amen. The Lord says right now, hallelujah, he says to tell you that we're going from the place of the anointing into the glory. Hear me. You're not going into the glory realm alone, though. God says, hallelujah, this is not the time to jump ship. This is not the time, hallelujah, to bail out. This is the time to be in the boat. Glory, glory, glory. In Acts chapter 1, the Lord was there. He came back. He was raised from the dead, and he came back again. And he was preaching and teaching about the kingdom of God. And it says in the, when, when they were assembled together, he gave them a command. There are certain commands that will be given in the, in the assembly. You must understand the importance of that. This, I'm going to do it all alone, and all I need is Jesus, and I don't need the body of Christ. That is not scriptural. Just as Pastor was saying, Rollo, go. Part of your not being alone is the God in you, and the God in you, and the God in me supplying to one another. God never taught, called you to cross to the other side by yourself. Hear me. He never called you, glory to God, to disassemble. He says, don't forsake yourself from the assembly of the saints, especially in the last days. And there's lots of people that are being seduced off saying, God just called me, hallelujah, for a season to just stay at home. That's a bunch of hogwash. God did not call a sheep to be alone. No, the wolves are going to get you. If not, you got to understand. God, the devil is seducing. He is taking advantage of our vulnerability, hallelujah, of knowing we got a word and we're going somewhere. And now we're in the boat with Jesus. And now all of a sudden, here comes the enemy taking advantage of the winds and the, and the waves that have come. Yes, yes, yes. We are to walk on water. I say that again. But it's also that boat is representing the church. Jesus said the church, amen? I'm not talking about a religious four-wall place that we put religion and bind people all up. I'm talking about where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And where the Spirit of the Lord is within the church, hallelujah, glory in the corporate setting, God is going to release things, things to you today even, that you would not if you'd have been a no-show. If you would not have God brought yourself, this is, this, if there was ever a time to, to, if there was ever a time to buckle up, glory to God, for the ride. It was ever a time. Jesus says, I'm going to take the church. I'm going to take the ones in the boat with me. I'm going to take them in a realm of glory. I'm going to take them, glory to God, from the anointing being on one person to where the glory of God rests upon the whole assembly in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Now, yes, you can walk with the glory. The hope of glory lives in you. Yes, sir, that's true. But I'm telling you, you, there is a corporate glory that God just begins to do miracles and miracles and miracles. God just begins to do things that our eyes have not seen and our ears have not heard. God has things that are all uh, awaiting for us. Hallelujah. Where one person isn't getting all the glory. Where there's not competition. Hallelujah. In the boat, in unity. The Lord is looking for a unified people where he has to com where he commands a blessing in the name of Jesus. He says, 
in the boat. Hallelujah. Glory. This is not, this is not to condemn if people are, 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 are in transition. Maybe you've moved. You haven't found a place to be hooked up or whatever. But Jesus said, this glory realm, the church is going there. And if you want to go with me, you better get in and get plugged in in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You better not let the wind seduce you out. You better not let the wind and the, and the storm and the raging waves. Let me tell you, the boat was created by God to get the church to the other side, to get the disciples to the other side. That boat was created to ride the waters. That boat, Jesus, the, the, the Father set that up. That boat, glory to God. He says, when, when two or more are gathered together, I'm in your midst. He says, if one can send a thousand to ten thousand. We may be, hallelujah, in a test right now. The Lord might be letting us walk through some storm seasons, hallelujah, to see if we're going to stay, keep on keeping on, or to see if we're going to bail out in the name of Jesus. It is not time to bail out. You bail out. The boat was created for you, glory to God, to get to the other side. Again, again. Because I can feel in the spirit, some are saying, well, we're not four walls. We're not a building. You are right. You're exactly right. But we are a body. A body. A body. Amen. We are a body. Glory to God. And that body carries each individual part. Glory to God as we ride the ways of the Spirit. And the Lord says, hallelujah, that the enemy is, is working overtime. He's putting him, he's shooting darts in people's minds. And he's causing them to, 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 to uh, 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 blame people because this isn't moving fast enough or that isn't moving fast enough. Can you just think about it just a minute. Can't you just see the Lord saying, well, let me just whip, let me whip up a little in. A little wind, I'll get you over there on the other side. I'll get you there faster. Amen? You want to go faster? Then we'll just, we'll bring some wind. I mean, the wind is what moves the water. Causes the, you know, amen? And so here we are in a timing that the enemy is shooting darts and, 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 and causing people even in this uncomfortable place we've been Hallelujah, to be offended with one another. I've never seen so much of it in all my life. You can say one thing and they'll hear it. I'm like, what? Hear it totally like, you've got to be kidding me. Amen? You've got to be kidding me. You're hearing totally different. That's a devil. That's a devil. You are promised to make it to the other side if you just get in the boat with Jesus. Amen? And here Jesus, it says that Jesus falls asleep. The Word falls asleep. Have you ever been in a place that it seemed like the word became silent? Or am I the only one? Amen. You see, I know you've been, and we'll cast that devil out in just a few minutes. That's not right. Everyone goes through a timing that Jesus, it just seems like the word is being silent. Or maybe you're so spiritual. I don't know. Amen. And the problem is, is people look at that and they want to blame Pastor Paul. They want to blame this. It's all your fault because I can't hear the word of the Lord. It's all your fault. Or if it wasn't for them, well, they did it. And this one did that. And they said this about me. And I don't know. And it's all your fault is why I can't feel the presence of God. Amen. I always thought about this. I always wondered. Well, I figured they quit talking to Jesus. And he said, well, you don't want to say anything. You don't want to talk and commune with me. So I'll just go ahead and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> 
When you need me, you'll call me. Now, whether that's the way it was or not, but I figured, you know, how did he go to sleep? As much as I'd be asking him and talking to him and drilling him, amen, and tell me about this and teach me about that, amen. But fact is, there is times that, that the Lord allows us to where it seems like it's a silent time. All of a sudden, we have decreed God has left this place. Come on. Can I tell you what thus saith God? God, hallelujah, has not left one of his children. He is not through with you. He is not through with me. He's not through with the pastor. He's not through with the praise and worship leader. He is not through with his children. He is not through with you. Amen. It's just fact. He's not through. He is never going to be through. If somebody comes and says, thus says the Lord, God is finished with Life Christian Center. Well, that's crazy. No, 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 no. That's not right. No, God is not through. What God has birthed, he will see to it that it lives. What God has birthed, he will see to it that it lives. Whether it be the ministry or it be his child. What God has birthed, he will see to it that it lives. He will see to it that resurrection breath breathes in you. Amen? All you have to do is stay in the boat, glory to God, because it's already been prophesied out of the Father's mouth that we're going to the other side. We are entering into a place, hallelujah, we are here, but we're entering into there, and there will become our now, and that there is the glory, the glory, the presence, the glory, hallelujah. I have been so blessed to be, to be able to, to, to uh, experience so much of the tangible presence of God. I'm, I'm a childlike person. I, I feel that Daddy has just blessed me. It's a gift, I believe. I, I mean, I am like childlike. You want to talk about, if he said it, I believe it, and that's it. Let's do it. If he says take water and pray for it to turn into wine, then Jesus will do that. You know, and whatever he says, I just jump into it and do that. I'm very, very childlike. I don't have to dissect. Dissect why it's not doing this. Dissect that. I, had, I was counseling somebody not long ago, and I said, you know what? You can dissect. Someone over ministry said, you can dissect. You can dissect why this is wrong or why this is right and why it's not this and why it's not that. And the next thing you know, you'll find yourself in a bunch of works trying to convince God. And God says, just get in the boat. Get in the boat. We're on a journey. Just get in the boat. Hallelujah. Get in the boat and trust me. The Father is carrying. The Daddy's holding you in Jesus' name. Amen. I've had, I've had a deal with intercessors in the last year. That's gone wacky. I think they're coming back unwacky now, but for a while they were wacky. Amen. And I'm talking about everywhere. Pastors talk to me in their in their in their uh, in their offices, and they say, "This is happening here. This is happening here. This is happening here." They keep hearing all our intercessors have gone nuts. It's true. It's true. They're being seduced off post. They're being seduced and being told there's a greater and more powerful thing than you being in intercession for the church. Are you kidding? There is no greater place in the world, hallelujah, 
than to be in the secret, intimate place with God where God trusts you to share his heart. God trusts you with things to pray to him and Jesus. He invites intercessors. He invites the body, but he invites them in to come hear his heartbeat and to pray it. And instead, they've just stepped up and decided that they're the prophets that need to straighten the pastors out. Well, the Lord's taken me to greater and more powerful things. He's taken me out of spending hours praying and covering you and covering your ministry and your family. He's taken me to greater, more powerful things. Now the Lord has told me that I need to come to you, hallelujah, and get you straightened out. We laugh. It's happening everywhere. Linda, it's happening everywhere. It's crazy. It's like powerful people that this veil has come over their mind, that they're being seduced out, glory to God. Basically, they're working against leadership instead of for leadership. Know everything. If a leadership is in wrong, that intercessor can be in that prayer place with the Lord and cause the whole thing to be turned around and, and prevent casualties, glory to God, because they're there at the heart of God and they're interceding on behalf of that person. Amen? I said this last year, I said, I'm going to have to call me up. I'm going to have to hire me some intercessors or something. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean me some full-time. I mean, they're going goofy. Goofy, what is going on? Amen? What is happening? They're misinterpreting what the Lord has told them, the Word is saying to them. Amen? And they're taking it that they think that they're going to get beat up. If you're not called to be a prophet, don't step in that place. <laughs> It'll kill you. You better not. You better be found in the boat, in the seat that God has called you to in the name of Jesus. Amen? This longing, this, this holy discontentment, it is a holy thing. It is a Holy Spirit wooing us to come along, to come along. It's a holy thing. Amen? It's not the devil. Amen? Just because you feel that stirring does not mean God told you that now he's not moving in the church anymore, so you're just going to sit at home. You see the misinterpretation that's coming to the church and it's causing people to get out on water that God didn't call them to walk on. He said if the, the boat will take you there. In the name of Jesus. How important it is that we understand that glory to God, I'm going for the glory. Like I said a while ago, I have been able to be, I have been, I have been so blessed to be able to live in that t- tangible touch of God so much of the time. And you just keep drinking, it's easy to tap in. I mean, you almost have to just start, you can just start playing the music a little bit and I'm gone. Amen. And it's just because I live tapped into that place. Amen. I live in that place, glory to God, not because I'm something better. It's I believed and I ascended and he said, stay right here, keep your mind here. I mean, so that's, that, that, that's easy for me to shift into that. But the Lord is saying, LaVon, touch my grace ministries. Church, I want to tell you all, you hadn't even scratched the surface. Woo! You may have got a little peep, a little sniff maybe, but you hadn't even scratched the surface, hallelujah, of what's on the other side. And he's not talking about millennium. You haven't, we're there. That's why the discontentment. We're there. But if you try to swim it by yourself, you're not going to make it. It's a warning from the Lord. It's a warning. The Lord says, I'm bringing back the family. 
I'm going to bring them from the north and the south and the east and the west. I'm going to bring them back. And know this, your arms had better be wide open, ready to embrace them with love. Hallelujah. And not condemn them and not judge them. God is going to restore them back to the boat. God is not going to watch, hallelujah, a generation drowned, but he is going to draw them back in the boat. Good job. You're here this morning. That's good. And I pray that you didn't just come just a morning when there's a, this morning when there's a, when there's a guest speaker. Amen. The Lord says that I am raising up, glory to God. I'm raising those up that are not tossed back and forth. I'm raising up, the Lord said, a people that, glory to God, you can't handle the glory if you can't handle your brother or sister. How are you going to handle the glory? How are you going to minister to people under the power and anointing of God if you can't even get your own emotions straight? You got to rule over Jerusalem first. You need to rule over your own life before you step out to try to do something else. Amen. If you're all offended and you think God's going to kiss that, he's not going to do it. You know, there used to be a song we sung. Uh, I don't want to be offended when it all comes down. Woo! Amen. I don't want to be offended when it all comes down. Amen. I want to be in love, 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 love. Amen. I, I, God's, God's taking us somewhere, and I'm not going to be left behind. I am not going to be. You can talk about me. You can do whatever you want, but I'm telling you, I am staying in the boat, glory to God, where the King of glory is, glory, 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 and I'm going to let the waters of the Spirit get me to my destination. Woo! Well, you know... I believe that God is just kind of through with you here. I don't know. It doesn't seem like you can just, you'll never find your place probably in this place. You know what the Lord told me, and you can, the Lord told me this. You can judge it. It's all right. Um, the Lord told me this. He says, I'm pruning certain places because there's branches that have been not supplying. I can reunite them, reconnect them. But he says, in this hour, who's crossing over is going to be those who are in the body supplying. Amen? And I will prune for a season, hallelujah, if you're not supplying. It's time to supply. The truth of the matter is, is, is individuals in the church don't believe how unique God has made each one of you and how significant you are. Amen? I know Rodney, uh, right lately, that he's had to, he, he's one of our right-hand people on the land, and he's, pastors all over him, he's always oozing with pastor. You know, I'll be praying for people and praying for people, and I'll have him up in that prayer line with me, and he's over there just to counseling everyone, about 15 minutes a person, you know. I've gone through 300, and he's over there, and step one and step two, he's got that counsel on him. I'm like, slap him on the side of the head, let's keep moving. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's had to be gone. Uh, his job changed bosses, and they had to be at work some on Sunday. Plus, his parents' house flooded. And um, they've been he, he and his brother have been trying to get that house back where his parents can move back into it. They're still in a hotel room. They're about to be in there. And so, um, but he's a visible person that God is called to be there. So when he's not in his position, what does the enemy do? 
the enemy starts planting in people. I wonder what's wrong. I wonder what's going on. I wonder what's wrong. I wonder what's wrong. I wonder if Rodney's upset. I wonder if this. I wonder if that. What, what's going on? What's going on? Rodney simply had to be at work. But what I was telling him, I says, I, I, I know you can't help it. It's not to condemn you one bit because what you have to do, you have to do. However, I just want to encourage you in this that you are significant. You bring a peace in the house. You come in, and Rodney's here. He's in his place. It stops mind wars when you're in your position. We're about to lose a, um, well, we did just lose a, a drummer. It's hard without a drum, just saying. Amen. And he fell in love with a girl at another church. Amen. And now they're getting married. It happens over and over and over. Look at little Dan and over. Amen. And, and, and so our drummer's gone, so we're beating as hard as we can on those other little things. <laughs> Amen. I mean, and it's amazing how many people can come to you and say, I can play the drums. No, you can't. No, you can't. Amen. So here we go again. We're calling in a new drummer. Well, you know, if you don't make the announcement, then everybody says, what happened to the drummer? Are they upset? Did something happen to the drummer? What happened? Yeah, he fell in love. That's it. Amen. But know this. You have play a significant part. It's even just being faithful creates a, an atmosphere, hallelujah, for the others that may be babies. Amen. It stops the mind wars within them. Amen. Somebody is watching you and you don't even realize it. Somebody's drawing from you and you don't even know it. Amen. Somebody is pulling life. You are connected in a body where there's blood circulation that's going on. If we're not in our position somewhere that blood or we're not supplying, somewhere that blood gets cut off and there's a casual, something dies. The Lord right now, hear me. The Lord is doing bypasses right now. And I'm telling you, this is a word of God. God is doing bypasses because that which was connected was not supplying. And if you're not supplying, God will do a bypass and raise up something or cause a supply to come. He is not going to let death come to the body. Amen? And you can't be mad if you're, if you're, if you're bypassed because you just came to suck off everything and not supply. Church, you are unique. You are significant. You may have the very word, the very smile that keeps somebody from committing uh, a suicide that walks through the door. Amen. Someone that feels like they're not loved at all. And you may have that very little word, that little care about you. Amen. See, what right now the enemy is doing is he's trying to convince people that God, hallelujah, doesn't care that they're going through a storm. That's what happened in this story. If you'll look at one, I believe it's in Mark that says, it, uh, it may have been Matthew, but I believe it's in Mark that said, they said, they woke Jesus up and they said, you, don't you even care about, don't you care about us, Jesus? Now, if I asked you to raise hands, I would be willing to say that probably 75% or more in this house today could raise their hand and say they heard that voice say, where is God? He don't even care about you. Why did he let this happen? Why did he let the storm come if he cares about you? That's false voices. Amen? It's turning you, it's, it's, it, 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 that's false. It's a, it's a false prophet voice, literally. Amen? It's the voices of Jezebel's guys. 
Amen? It's the voices of the enemy saying, does he really care about you? If he cared about you, then why didn't you just have smooth sailing? Why do you got to, if he cared about you, then why did he let the rain come to you? If he cared about you, then why didn't he just stop the storm right there? And yes, he did rebuke them. And yes, he, he, he spoke to them about speaking to the storm. Yes, he did. Isn't it amazing? A while ago when I was worshiping the Lord, I just thought the Lord took, a, took me by thought. And this is pretty interesting and give you something to think about. Uh, G- when Jesus, Peter said, Jesus, call me out on the water and I'll come, didn't he? And so Jesus said, come, and here goes Peter. Amen? Now, we use that story to preach how fear came on Peter and he began to sink. That's true. There is a truth in that there, absolutely. But did anybody miss the part that Jesus and Peter went and got back in the boat? No, he didn't say, okay, Peter, leave the other ones behind. We're going to truck on water, hallelujah. We're going right on over here on top of the water. We'll get to the other side like that. He didn't do that, did he? There's something significant about being in the boat. Amen? No, it says that when they got back in the boat, they arrived to the other side. Woo! When they got back in the boat, why? Because God designed the boat to carry the individuals. God designed the boat, hallelujah, to carry gathered ones, glory, 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 that the water of his spirit can carry us into the place of glory. (laughs) It's quiet in here. It's all right. It's okay. You know what? If it just says one, it's good for me. Amen. I'm one of these that, God, God, I'll just speak what you say, but glory, glory, glory. So all of a sudden now, after Jesus falls asleep in the silent time, here comes the wind, and here comes the waves, and suddenly a storm shows up. Did anybody have a sudden storm last year? Amen. Anybody have an unannounced storm? Did anybody have a storm that they really weren't expecting? Was anybody here, is anybody here had their eyes on just Jesus and were going to the destination of that prophetic word and something interrupted it? Amen. You see what the Lord is doing is he's saying it's grow up time. It's time to sit the pacifiers out, to to throw the bottles away, to get out of your diapers, glory to God, and put your big boy panties and your big big boy underwear on, your big girl underwear on. It's time to dress up, glory to God. It's time to be clothed with glory to God, the army of the Lord. The Lord says that I am raising up a people that will be unstoppable. They won't be tossed back and forth and in and out, but their stability will be, glory to God, Hooked up with the saints with Christ Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. And God says even those storms are there. They'll not stop those who are in the boat. They'll not detour you. But if you bail out of the boat, get ready for a detour in your life, the Lord says. God says it'll be the same as those, glory to God, that uh, uh, circle around the mountain. God says it's not circling around the mountain time. It's crossing over time. And it's happening. And it's happening quickly. And there is a people that is ascending. Hallelujah. And 
into the glory realm. There's a people, glory to God, that is blessed. Ble- he has commanded a blessing. There is a place called that's called there, hallelujah, in a glory realm. That glory as people walk through the doors in the atmosphere of unified believers. Glory, glory, glory. You won't even have to pray for them. I've seen in the spirit where the autistic children were brought from the north and the south and the east and the west where they couldn't find help anywhere where a generation had been inoculated hallelujah with the poison of the enemy and where there was places of the glory of God to where they walked in they were told you won't even hear a sermon just get in the presence of his glory hallelujah just bring your babies in and the glory of God will be so thick and so powerful that those children will be made normal Hallelujah. Where miracles happen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Where you won't have to pray and wait. But glory, glory, glory. Where nobody will have to lay hands on them. Hallelujah. So many don't want that. Because they want to be the vessels to lay their hands on. But my God. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. Oh. oh God. Grace is to fall in love with one another. Grace is to see God that I need Him. I need her. She needs me. Because the God in me wants to supply to them. Oh, God, put in our minds, hallelujah, the vision of your glory. Oh, put in our minds, let us get the vision of your glory, your glory, Lord. We won't even take a word, the atmosphere, hallelujah. Shay, that not a devil will be able to stand in the presence of God. Oh, where no one will be left out. Do what no man can do, God. Do what no man can do. Unify the church, Lord. Oh. Unify the church. Reach down in the waters where they bailed out and draw them back in, God. Hey. Oh. Oh, with things that you've been waiting for, healings that you've been waiting for for years and years and years. Oh, God, in the glory, there's no time realm. Oh, glory, the eternal realm is heaven's realm. And hallelujah, glory in the glory realm. Heaven comes to earth. Time makes no difference. We don't have to wait for it anymore. But it's now. In the glory realm, it's always now. The glory, the glory, the glory of our King. There was a meeting in our region not uh, in the last couple of days where pastors came and ministers, people in, in ministry came together and they worshiped and they begin to cry and they begin to break and they begin to say the people are leaving everywhere our churches are down to almost nothing people are bailing out they're leaving they're being seduced away from the body 
And the pastors began to cry and they began to weep. And they fell apart. They were broken. They repented if they'd done anything to cause him to leave. And then I said, God, oh God, bring the children home. Connect the children, God. Bring us into unity in Jesus' name. They're broken. Those who've been in great competition in that area for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, the Lord is saying, Hallelujah. It's time. It's time to realize that we are called to connect nets. We are called to be one. Oh, Linda and Dan Davis, I want you to know we are called for our nets to be connected. That we can catch a bigger harvest. A greater work can be done. I know you too. It's not about your name. It's not about fame. It's not about competition. We're carrying the heart of God. Glory to God. And we're longing. We're discontent with just the anointing realm. We're longing for the glory realm. And hallelujah, we have sense enough. Our eyes have been opened that we are in a covenant. What I can supply to you, I supply. What you can supply to me, you supply. We're not a broken fellowship in the name of Jesus. And every time God commands a blessing, every time God commands a blessing, if you're not hearing the Lord, If you're not hearing his voice, if you're not feeling the presence of God, I'm here to tell you that your pastor does not have that kind of power over you. Your brother, your sister, nobody has that kind of power over you. Hallelujah. Get your heart right with God. Call out to him. Hunger again. Sometimes he hides just for a little while, so we'll start seeking again. But God says, hallelujah, I'm still here. Just keep looking. But quit blaming it on another. Quit putting the passing the buck to somebody else that spirit is raging excuse me that spirit is raging in the united states of america in our nation everybody's blaming somebody else and somebody but when the church hallelujah lets god go deep down inside each one of us and hallelujah shows us what could be there was anything there that's keeping a blockage and then god i repent of it in the name of jesus but lord forgive me oh i'm telling you there's people in this house you need to ask god to forgive you for blaming the pastors because you're not feeling something I know I'm hearing the word of the Lord I'm hearing it and I'm speaking it in such love and such hot love and passion from the heart of God and the Lord is saying no you're to undergird them God is not through with them God is not through with this house God is not through with your ministry in the name of Jesus but he says hallelujah this boat is going to the glory this boat is going to the glory I'm not talking about whether it's just every once in a while a flash of something I'm talking about a glory place. I'm talking about a housing of his glory where it's heralded throughout the land. If you can get in that place, hallelujah, if you'll just bring them there, the glory is so thick. The glory is so powerful. Oh, the glory, the glory, the glory. You can say in the name of Jesus, but when you're standing in the glory, say in the name of Jesus, something different happens. I'm telling you, it's a different realm in Jesus' 
his name. And the Lord has sent me to tell you that glory, 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 you're not going into the realm of glory. If you are in a, a separation, you're not going in the glory if you're offended. You're not going into the glory place that God is taking this ministry and the ministries in this house. You are not going into that glory place. You'll be left behind if your heart is not pure before the Lord. For who can stand, oh, in the presence of the Lord like that? Oh, only those with a pure heart and those with clean hands. Don't be seduced off for the enemy is doing a really good job saying, you know, you're just tired. Sit down. Hallelujah. I can't see one place, hallelujah, that Jesus gave us a permission to just sit down and stop. I can't find one place in the Word of God. Hallelujah. I just turned 62 years old, and it seems like my clock's ticking faster. And I'm on a mission, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. I'm on a mission, glory, to usher in, to, to, to host the glory of God. I'm on a mission, and glory to God. The next thing I know, it'll be 72, and 82, and 92, and then it'll probably be 102, because I'm a preacher as long as I can speak in Jesus' name. We're wasting time. We're wasting time blaming others. We're wasting time being offended. We're wasting time criticizing. We're wasting time judging. We're wasting time instead of praying, glory to God. God will turn it around. He'll turn the whole thing around if you just pray. Ha. Ha. We're so afraid to preach the truth. We're so afraid to tell people what's real and what's right. We want them sugar-coated and say, yes, 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 everything's good and hunky-dory. No, it isn't. It is not if you're not in the boat, hallelujah, and you're not connected. No, it isn't. No, you're vulnerable to the enemy. Hear me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, here we go with words of knowledge. I'm not saying God put a sickness on you. But the Lord wants you to know that if there's unforgiveness or offense in your heart, hallelujah, it could be keeping you from receiving your healing. I have seen hundreds healed in a service. I think Jennifer was probably there. Maybe Mickey Sue. I've seen hundreds healed by simply, hallelujah, repenting and getting things right. I've seen them all of a sudden. Yes, there is offense. Yes, there is unforgiveness. Bam, they be healed. Amen. The moment they quit blaming on something, life on somebody else and the problems of life, the moment they look down within and begin to say, yes, I have held on to unforgiveness. God, forgive me. Bang. Miracles. Boom. Just like that. Amen. Just as so fast, so quick. Some things that we are struggling. Some things we're required to press through. Yes, to pierce through. Yes, there's seasons. Yes, there is. But let me tell you what. Sickness can be healed today if you repent. I'm ready to see revivals to where there's true conversions. Not, oh, if you come in, we'll pat you on the back and everything, and I'll make sure that I don't forget to speak to you. I try to do that, but sometimes I've got to go to the bathroom. I'm in a hurry. Do you know people will leave church because you ran past them to go to the bathroom? Well, you be 62 and see how you like it. 
Well, I'm leaving because she didn't acknowledge me. She didn't speak to me. Baby, I didn't even see you. I was running so fast. Thank you very much. She's so sweet. Amen. No. He said, these boat riders are going to wear their feelings on their sail, on their, on their shoulder. Uh-uh. No, uh, getting to the glory realm is more important to them than any offense. Amen. Getting, riding with Jesus into that. Do you hear me? Hear me. Because in everything that we've experienced, as far as the church has, in all church history, it hasn't even touched at what this end time, this now timing has waiting for us. We hadn't stepped up and looked like the sons and daughters, the heirs of God, taking authority yet. I'm speaking true. Amen. And the Bible says that the world is waiting, hallelujah, for the sons and daughters to arise. Amen. Oh, we see God move through one and move through other, move through somebody. You know, in, in our encounters, uh, a lot of people want to know why I lay down sometimes when the ministry is going on. They want to know, well, you know, I came up there for you to pray for me. Well, I know. That's why I lay down. <laughs> Hear me. Amen. You know, I, I, because if it gets to where they come and they come and they come, it's got to be Levon. 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 Well, one day Levon may not be there. And they missed out on what they could have had, but they got their faith in, and God uses Levon. There's no doubt about it. But there's times that I feel it's happening that way. And so I simply look at all my team and say, I'm going to heaven, I'll be back in a little while, and I lay down. Amen? And I force the people to see that God moves through other people other than just Levon. Number one, that'll make me go home early. I do. That's exactly why I lay down. People say, well, she's just laying down right here in the middle. You better believe it. You better believe it. Amen? You better believe it because our mentality is so locked in on that that it's just this one and that one and their ministry, they're in their ministry. But God wants to raise us up to be a ministry. Hallelujah. A church that literally can look at each other. Linda and I have that. We know. We, we, that can, we can eyeball each other and know there's a connection. Something's about to happen. Now, what would happen if it'd be everybody like that? What would happen, glory to God, if we really believed we have something to give. We have something to supply. What would happen, hallelujah, if we really believed that when we're not in our place, that the body could be lacking? Amen? Say, well, I'm afraid something won't happen. Well, you know what? This is the way I look at it. What if something does? My motto's always been, instead of what if nothing happens, well, what if it does? I'll never know. I'll never know if I don't just dare to believe. Amen? Hallelujah. And there's unforgiveness that's stopping you. If you're having a hard time, maybe hearing the word of the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, is there, is there something here that's caused uh, me not to hear? Or is this just a 
timing here. It's not a long timing. God doesn't go through long timings that he just hides from you. Amen. I love him. I love him so much. I love it because he'll play like he hides behind the lattice like Song of Solomon says. She starts looking for him and looking for him and looking for him. And then he flashes out, here I am. Amen. And he plays this, if you will, this, this, this hide and seek thing with us. And it's always just to keep us, to keep on a pursuit with him. He hadn't left us. He hadn't left her. He was right there peeping behind, watching. And she began to seek, seek, seek. You could be in a season. He's just stirring up your seeking. Amen. I'm telling you, don't jump ship. Don't bail out. Don't bail out. Don't jump ship. You never know it could be today. Don't jump ship. Amen. It could be today. It could be right now. It could be, I mean, we could, you, could, you could miss, glory to God, the unveiling what he wants to do. If, hallelujah, we just skip out. We're no-shows. Amen. What if right now he just wanted to rest on you? What if right now, glory to God, was a day for your healing, for just being in the presence of the Lord? What if today he started healing people and it wasn't even up here at the front? We didn't need this white line up here. I've had times I've had to say, Daddy God, you know what? You're going to have to start doing something in the chairs because we don't have enough catchers. Linda can't catch everybody. She's too little. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. Search our hearts right now. Search our hearts. Because the boat's moving. The boat is moving. And the Lord is looking for those that have stickum power. He's looking for those who will stay faithful. I found out something a long time ago. Stay steady. You'll always get to your destination. If I could look at my life, it's like people are on every side and they're going. I'm like, why are you panicking? I had this, this, I'm, I'm going to, we'll see what the Holy Spirit, just give me just a minute. The other day, my daughter called me, and she said, Reagan needs help with her math. Can you help her today? Like you did Riley, can she just come spend the day with you? And she's stuck, and she's just overwhelmed with it, and she's, she's not getting it. So can she stay home today, and you work with her math? And so I said, yeah, I would do it. So I get this big board out. There's something about getting that big board out that helps the children. Amen. It just kind of shocks them. It gets out of the mundane, of heaven, and it just get happy. Then I said, Reagan, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to say it over and over, and you're going to roll your eyes and think I'm goofy. You're going to think Nana is, is goofy. This has nothing to do with math. But I want you to hear me, all right? And I'm going to say it over and over and over, no matter whether you ro roll your eyes or not. I'm going to drill you in this because then you're going to find yourself hearing it in your brain while you're doing your math. And so I, she was in long division. So we put this long division problem out and then a double digit number for it to be divided. So it was like 238,515 divided by 91. Well, 91 doesn't go into 223. And so when she, the minute I wrote it, she goes, oh, oh. This, see, this is what I mean, Anna. This is it. This, this is what I mean right here. I don't, just look at that. I don't even know that. 
brother. And she was rolling her eyes. I said, okay, the first step is this. Reagan, I want you to say this. Reagan, don't panic. She looked at me and went. I said, no, tell yourself. Reagan, don't panic. Just break it down. Just break it down. And so we go again. And I say, now what do you do? Reagan, don't panic. And then I see her go, just break it down. Just break it down. And then I say, you write one, all right? You write it out. She writes it out, and I heard her go, Reagan, don't panic. Just break it down. Break it down. I mean, I've been saying for years to the church, don't panic. God's got this. Don't panic. How many times did y'all hear me say that? Don't panic. Little Dan, how many times you hear Nona say, don't panic? Don't panic. God's got an answer. God's holding this together. Don't panic. Don't bail out. Don't quit. Just keep on keeping on. Just keep on keeping on with Jesus. Stay steadfast. That's right. Stay faithful and just keep on keeping on. Stay hooked up. Believe you got something. Believe you got something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To bring to the table. Just keep coming to the table. Keep coming to daddy's table. Amen. And just keep on keeping on. Don't panic. When the wind starts blowing, we ain't seen nothing yet. I'm looking at all this stuff on Facebook about people falling apart because The View talked about Vice President uh, Pence and made fun of him speaking in tongues and all that. And I'm thinking, why are we so surprised, hallelujah, when lost people don't act like saved people? When, people, when, when, law, when peop, lost people don't understand the things of the Spirit? Why are we so surprised? Well, we ought to be surprised is when we're in, in shock is when... Uh, saved people act like lost people. Maybe they're in our face. Can we even imagine those people saved, radically saved? You're light in dark places. You're light. You don't panic. Hallelujah. Because God already said, you're going to the other side. Don't quit. Don't be tempted to leave. Don't be tempted to blame. Don't be tempted, but hang in there and know, hallelujah, come rain or shine, rain or shine, the glory is set before us. Hallelujah. Now, this is the first thing I want to ask, all right, this morning. I'm going to prophesy over um, 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 a lot tonight. I'm going to come for more ministry tonight. Okay, I'm just going to, I may have a little bit of scripture, but I'm going to come in and be ready to really, um, we're going to do that tonight. I felt like the Lord is saying tonight was a service that we were, he really wanted to move prophetically, remove glory to God in, 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 um, by the spirit and with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But what I want to know right now is, do you know my Jesus? Are you in the boat? Have you ever gotten in the boat with Jesus? Do you know him? Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? Is he your Lord and Savior? Raise your hand if he's your Lord and Savior. I have been born again. I am born of the Spirit. Amen? Now, I ask you something. You may be sitting. Do you know that I've had people, as a matter of fact, just recently, I've had people um, that's come to the table, that, that come to Daddy's table, but they brought nothing to the table. And they had treasures within them, but they refused to pour out 
to feed the babies. Hear me, this is very, very important. Mature people that came, that God had deposited wealth down in, but they really didn't want to be bothered with feeding the children. Amen? It's kind of like my group, I got my family doing good here, and I had young adults, men, that, that needed to be supplied to, and they had, they had the treasure to grow those up. But they came to the table, but they weren't supplying. And the Lord says clearly, if that branch is not bearing some fruit here, and then, you know when you don't bear fruit is what's happening is, is you don't have a flow going. I found that if I give out, God gives more to me. He does. It's how it works. This is a spiritual law. You can never outgive him. You give out the revelation God has given you, God will come back. But because of coming to the table and basically just eating the food but never supplying, and I'm not even taking up an offering, that's not what I'm talking about. If we're not giving out, amen, we could be pruned for a season. I'm not saying you won't be, can't be in, reinstated, but I am saying clearly the Lord is saying. If it's in your life and maybe not at the church, you look around and you find people. Hallelujah, to pour into of what God's poured into you. Don't be a branch that supplies nothing. Don't be it because you'll become a dead branch. And when you become a dead branch, hallelujah, you're going to have to be resurrected. Amen? Are you coming to the table supplying or are you coming just to the table to suck off everything that you can get? It's two-way. Is this a strong word? Yes, it is, but it's a good word. It's a word that the Lord wants us healthy and strong. He wants our gifts being. I don't feel like I've got a gift. Well, God said you did. Maybe if you get in the boat with the leaders, that and you just stay there for a while, those gifts will start being identified. It's hard to identify gifts in people that are no-shows. Does that make sense? Amen. What gift do you have? Are you supplying, amen, are you supplying encouragement instead of criticism? My heart gets broken when I see people refuse to get their eyes off their self. And they want to know what's for me, what's for me, what's for me. When you see such treasure down inside them. My heart breaks when I see the Lord say, I'm going to have to do a bypass. Again, a serious word, but a real word. It's a true word. We've got to see that what our foot is crossing over into is going to be by the way of the boat. 